kind of going back to it being a competitive environment, I think that's something I learned there uh, was the importance of advocating for yourself and speaking up. It's often not enough just to quietly be doing a good job behind the scenes, um, especially I'm a very introverted person. So um, I definitely uh, am someone who struggled with that. But um, yeah, like I mentioned, always thinking of what your next steps are, um, not being afraid to speak up and advocate for yourself. Hi, everyone. It's Marcy Bullock. Welcome back to season three of Wolfpack Career Chats, the anchor season. A, ambition. N, networking. C, compassion. H, health, both mental and physical. O, organization. And R, resilient. Enjoy the pod. Hello, hello, Wolfpack fans. It's great to see you. So happy that you're here today. You will um, notice that we have a lot of new faces today. We have been super excited about the November 17th alumni panel. We know that all of our alumni here are very successful, very busy. There's so many different things they could be doing for this 75 minutes, but they chose to come and share with you. So class, um, it's great to see all of our alums that have joined today. And what we're going to start off with class is we are going to begin with introductions of our alumni. So I've asked them each to spend a couple of minutes just saying hello to you and telling you their story. I'm going to go ahead and call on our first person. So Kelly, would you like to kick us off with your introduction, please? Sure, absolutely. Hey, everyone. I'm Kelly Hero. I graduated in 2016. I studied mathematics and had a minor in statistics. Um, a little bit about me, fun facts. I originally wanted to be an actuary, um, but senior year had a conversation with one of my math professors that said, hey, you're a little bit too much of a people person. I don't think you want to sit in a cubicle and crunch numbers all day, even though you'd be great at it and you love doing numbers things. So that led me down to a path of kind of exploring other options. And I ended up landing in a consulting role. So I get to do some talking with people, um, some of my own individual work where I get to use my problem solving skills. So fast forward to current day, I work for a company called Alight Solutions. Um, we're an HR consulting company. I work kind of in a really hard to explain department. Um, it's a mix of IT and a mix of um, just kind of working with data and coding, as well as doing the consulting of talking to our clients. Um, let's see, fun fact, huge, huge NC State fan. Uh, got a legacy going on ahead of me. So my grandpa went to NC State, my dad went to NC State, my brother did, and I did. So definitely a huge NC State fan. Fun facts about me. Thank you so much, Kelly, for kicking off our intro. She's coming to us from Charlotte, North Carolina. This is one of the fun things about um, being able to do a class like this that's virtual is everyone doesn't have to be here in Raleigh. So I'm going to pop it over to Alex. Hey, everyone. My name is Alex. I'm really excited to, to be here with you all. Um, like, like Kelly, we were CBC ambassadors at the same time and graduated in 2016. And um I was kind of all over the place at, at NC State and graduated with um, a degree in education, specifically in, in physics education. And I, I kind of took a lot of classes all over the place because I just kind of really liked all the classes that um, I could. And I knew I wanted to go and, and get a master's after. So I tried to turn traders. So don't hold that against me. I went to UNC, 
and worked as a training specialist over there while earning a master's in um, educational technology. And then I actually worked at NC State for a year, and now I'm here at Health HIV, which is um, based in D.C., and I create a lot of online um, courses, professional development, and um, education resources to kind of help stop the HIV um, epidemic in the United States. So it's been really a blast. Um, I, it is based in D.C., but I'm coming from Raleigh. I actually live right down the street from PNC, which is really nice um, for basketball games and football games when they open up again. And um, fun fact, um, I guess a little bit of a pandemic fun fact, um, kind of early in, in the pandemic, I guess about a year ago now, um, we've got a new little cat named Aspen. He just kind of showed up on the patio and um, couldn't find his owners or anything like that. So he's like this little like bread cat. So now we joke that we stole this cat during the pandemic and just showed up on our, on our doorstep. He'll probably make an appearance somewhere if he's not sleeping. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. It's great to have you back. And uh, we hope that that the cat will make an appearance. And Alexis, I feel like something else was making an appearance behind you, or maybe I was imagining it. Do you have an animal there? No, I have a, a balloon that may be uh, popping in and out. My fiance okay. got some balloons delivered and like, I can't get rid of them. They're too cute. <laughs> oh, that's good. I love it. I love it. I was, you're a little box. So it is a balloon. I see it now. What are you celebrating? Your engagement? Uh, no, I actually just launched, um, a course for, um, other freelance writers. So I can, I can talk a little bit about that when, whenever I go, you're going to go now, girl. Oh, perfect. Okay. So hi everyone. I'm Alexis. I am coming from San Antonio, Texas. Um, quick backstory. I studied microbiology at NC state. I originally wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon. Um, that obviously did not come to fruition. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be on the call if I, if I had, um, but I worked for Novartis, which is now Securus out in Holly Springs. Uh, then I went to Quintiles, which is now IQVIA. Uh, then I went to Johns Hopkins, which is, um, the school, the school of medicine. I did some oncology research there for a few years. Um, it was a little difficult to climb the ladder there. So I left for a startup, which is, you know, always kind of a risky move. Um, and they laid off 20% of the company within six months of me working there as a um, clinical research associate. It was a really cool startup. I think they're still in business today. Uh, they were doing personal genomic therapy. So it was a really cool opportunity. I learned a lot, but um, the universe had a different plan for me. So after I was laid off, I kind of just took it as an opportunity to explore a new career path outside of research and pharma. Uh, I had always loved writing. So I tried my hand at doing some freelance medical writing since I have all this scientific background. Um, and my freelance writing business just took off, you know, within the first few years, I was like tripled my salary that I was making full time. And um, about a year ago, right in the middle of the pandemic, probably I was picked up to be a marketing manager for a really cool up and coming medical device company in Philadelphia. So um, now I'm doing that. And I also, you know, still have some freelance clients on the side. And I have now launched a course, which is what the balloons are for, um, to try to help other freelance writers just make more money doing what they're what they're doing and uh, doing what they love. So a lot of freelancers end up on like content websites like Upwork and Clear Voice, and they don't really make um, their full potentials. And it's, it's just a, a matter of like a business plan. So I'm uh, spending my time now trying to teach other freelance writers how to actually make a solid living. 
Congratulations. That's super exciting. That is definitely worthy of balloons. And Alexis, did I hear your fun fact? Oh, fun fact. Um, hmm. Well, I'm planning my wedding, so I don't have a whole lot of time for fun, but I'm writing a book in addition to all this. So that's kind of fun. (laughs) That's very fun. Next up is Catherine. My name is Catherine Glover Frazier. I'm coming to you from Raleigh right around the corner and I'll be on campus with Marcy um, and Olivia in their afternoon class later this afternoon. This is my satellite office here. Um, I really work right along the North Carolina, Virginia line um, for Glover Construction, which is my family's construction company. Next year, we're entering our 70th year in business and I'm the third generation who has come in um, to not only work in the company, but to to step in and take a management role um, as we enter our seventh decade um, doing this from Maryland to Florida. Um, I graduated in 2015 uh, with two majors. I majored in communication with a concentration in public relations and business administration with a concentration in marketing. Um, I wanted to be a PR professional with the rest of my life, had absolutely no plans to join the family business, actually spent a year um, as a public information officer for the Wake County government um, right out of school and ended up in the family business. The universe had other plans and a family who needed a another generation to step in and help. And at the time I was the best candidate to do that. Like Kelly and Alex and Alexis and everybody else on here, I was a CDC um, ambassador and I also was Marcy's TA like Olivia is um, for this same class. So I'm familiar with what you've gone through this semester. Um, Look forward to being with y'all today as well as with the class later this afternoon. And my fun fact is similar to Kelly. I come from an NC State legacy Um, And my husband actually also graduated from NC State, but he works for Duke University doing all their athletic fields. So while we are diehard NC State fans, his turf management degree um, deals with all the outdoor fields, painting and grass growing for Duke on all of their um, Olympic and varsity athletic fields. So that's my fun fact. I love it, Catherine. Great to see you. So let's do Grant. Yeah, my name's Grant. Um, I'm coming to you today from Raleigh, um, living in the same apartment I did um, when I graduated from NC State just a few months ago in May. Um, I majored in economics uh, and minored in history. Um, I actually I took USC 401 as a junior too before uh, being a TA my whole senior year and uh, passing the torch on to Olivia, who I'm sure has done an amazing job this semester. Um, so I currently work at a expert networking firm um, called Coleman Research. Um, I met them at at NC State's virtual career fair in February. Um, I'm a client associate, which is kind of vague in terms of trying to figure out um, what I actually do. But um, essentially, you know, we work with investment management and consulting clients. Um, they come to us trying to learn about different industries. So my job is to, to you know, use our network and find different people for them to meet with um, so that, you know, our clients can learn what they need to learn. Um, um, and I was actually kind of turned on to the job when I was a TA because I, um, you know, had to match students up with with different people in Marcy's network um, for mock interviews. So that was kind of um, really helped me in the interview process for that job, being able to rely on that, kind of getting my feet wet. And so, um, yeah, hopefully that helps you learn a little bit about me. I'm still still learning about the professional world, I guess. But um, a fun fact about me is I'm left-handed um, and I have a twin sister. Um, her name's Emily. She's getting a master's in social work right now at App State. So I'm going to go visit her, use a little PTO um, later this week to go visit her up in Boone. 
Fantastic, Grant. Talia Bender, you're up next. Hello. Um, so I'm Talia, and I was a career ambassador. I think I started my sophomore year, and I went into the middle of my senior year. Um, and so I have kind of a funny story in that I studied abroad in Madrid uh, my entire junior year. And so when I came back, like, uh, I literally just wanted to stay in Spain. Um, so I don't know, like my entire senior year revolved around that, um, and trying to get back here. So I graduated and I went to DC and I really didn't like DC that much. I do marketing. Um, so in the middle of being in DC, uh, I just decided that I was going to get my master again, uh, in Madrid. And so I graduated from that uh, in July this year, and now I am working in Barcelona. Uh, so that's why it looks like uh, it's nighttime. And my fun fact is, a couple of weeks ago, I was at El Clasico. So that was really fun. Uh, I'd never been to a soccer game before, and it was like the best one to see. You get the award for coming from the furthest. Christy Brader, you're up next. Hey, I'm Christy. Um, I am coming to you from D.C. Um, so I um, graduated from state in 2016. Um, I was a business major focused in supply chain um, and minored in psych and English. Um, and so I'll actually go with my fun fact next. So my um, I'm one of five and I'm in a five and a half year age range with my siblings. And so while I was at NC State, all four of my siblings were at UNC um, and they were um, they're all doctors or lawyers. And so when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next in my career path, I didn't really have a great model other than I know I don't want to go to four more years of school and then be in a residency or do anything in the medical profession. And so I was really interested or drawn into consulting um, because it seemed like a really good way to just kind of like explore more options and have a little bit more flexibility. Um, so I joined um, Deloitte Consulting in DC right out of school. Um, where I worked in the financial regulatory space for about three years. Um, and so I was on kind of like the tech and analytics side of consulting. And so going into the job, I hardly could use like a pivot table in Excel. So it was just like a really great learning experience to um, get a little bit more tech savvy and have those skills ready for my next job. Um, but what I did realize is that um, I wasn't particularly like interested or jazzed about working on like tax forms for the IRS or, um, you know, spending a lot more time um, with the FDIC. And so what was really important for me for my next job was to make sure um, I believed in the mission and the product. Um, so I've been at Uber now for about um, or almost the last three years. Um, and I'm currently working on our premium products team um, for the US and Canada. So within my portfolio is like Uber Comfort, Uber Black, Uber Premier, and then um, working on some growth bets um, that you probably haven't heard about yet, um, like Uber Concierge um, or Uber Charter. Like how can we rent um, or how can you rent charter buses on the app or a limo? Um, so um, yeah, it's taken... Uh, I basically started my career path with just I know more about what I don't want to do than what I do want to do and spent you know, the last few years kind of narrowing in on that. Fantastic. Next up is Aubrey. Hey, everybody. So my name is Aubrey, and I'm very recently a graduate of NC State, so spring 2021. Um, I was a communication media major with a minor in journalism. And all I really knew is that I wanted to do digital marketing, but obviously that's a super broad field. Um, and so I'm actually working now as an SEO associate, which stands for search engine optimization. So essentially what I do is try to help clients rank higher in Google. 
And I was actually able to get this role because one of Marcy's former students and I had an informational interview. And I kind of used that to propel me when I had my actual interview for the role. So that was pretty cool. And I'm coming to you live from our office in downtown Raleigh. I work for a company called Go Fish Digital. And my fun fact would be that I went to the NC State Fair three times this year. So that was super fun. Great to see you. And you are officially the most recent grad. Um, and I love that story. Cecily Sonner, another career ambassador, was um, matched up with Aubrey for the informational interview. And of course, she was blown away by you. And every time I see her, which she said, Aubrey is killing it. And also, she said she's the only new hire not causing any drama. So I'm not sure what else is going on at Go Fish, but apparently you are not getting in the gossip. I am happy for you. Um, all right, Brooks Artist, welcome. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm coming from Washington, D.C. I graduated from NC State May of 2015 with a degree in English, almost a minor in business. But I didn't want to take accounting my senior year spring semester. I was focused on some other things like planning spring break. So I had to drop that real quick. Um, but after I graduated, I um, was my goal was to be I really wanted to be like a dean of students or a vice chancellor of student affairs. Um, so I took a year to work at UNC General Administration, which is like um, located in Chapel Hill and is very much the inner workings of higher ed for the system of North Carolina. And then I went to Clemson to get my master's uh, in uh, higher education and graduated with that in 2018. Um, then I went to Towson, Maryland, where I worked in housing and residence life for about three years. Then I decided, you know what? it's not for me. I don't really like this career path. And so now I'm in something completely different, but a lot of um, transferable skills. And so I'm a digital and social media specialist for Lexis, LexisNexis Risk Solutions Group, which is based in Alpharetta, Georgia. But my uh, position is remote. So I get to choose wherever it is that I want to live, which is awesome for me. But I work specifically with talent acquisition. So I get to create all of the cool, fun stuff of like, these are the reasons why you should work here. Um, so so pretty awesome. Oh, someone from outside of Towson. That's so awesome. Okay. Um, what was my fun fact? Oh, in the pandemic, me and my friends started watching all the Real Housewives franchises. So that's how I'm spending my free time when I'm not doing things in DC. So nice to meet y'all. Thank you, Brooks. Yes, you and I followed a similar path with a higher education master's degree. It's great to have you back. Laura McAtee, good to see you again. Hello. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Laura. I was in Marcy's class back in 2017. I graduated with a uh, degree in psychology and minored in cognitive science. Uh, I very much thought I was going to go get my master's degree. I thought I'd work in a hospital somewhere working with like, you know, the psychiatry department or something. And then I just didn't want to go to more school. I got real lazy. Didn't want to do that. <laughs> I was done with school. But I'm glad I made that decision because I got into HR. I uh, started doing more recruitment, and now I uh, just recently got promoted about two and a half months ago to our employee engagement manager role, which I'm very excited about. So I have a really fun job. I'm really just in, in charge of happiness of our employees. So I do a lot of our career development programs, professional development programs. Um, I help oversee an exchange program where we send our employees abroad to other offices, uh, mentorship programs. I mean, really anything that has to do with creating a career path and, and making our employees feel more engaged and, and happier. Uh, and then I also oversee our diversity and inclusion committee. Uh, so that's really fun and exciting. Uh, fun fact, I uh, got engaged last 
last August and my wedding is now finally coming up January. So I'm really excited about that. Congratulations. It's going to be amazing. My only advice is like, enjoy every single second. It's, <laughs> no one's going to know anything that went wrong. Um, all right, let's see. Next up, Kelly, call Nan. Hi, everyone. I am coming to you from Boston. I took Marcy's class back in 2018 and I graduated from NC State uh, in 2018 as well with a degree in communication and my concentration was media. Um, I am currently working as a digital media and writing associate um, with the Boston University School of Public Health. So I do marketing for them. Um, I manage a lot of their editorial publications. I do some work on the back end of the website. Um, and then when I was in college, I worked for Smash and Boxes, which is a um, digital web development agency uh, located in Durham. Um, and then after graduation, I worked for internal communications with the Walt Disney Company. So I did a lot of work supporting the theme park operations, also some editorial work for them. Um, and unfortunately, went through a COVID related layoff and found myself in Boston just because I had family here. And um, I definitely miss Raleigh in Florida, but um, I'm really happy to be uh, back in the Northeast. I was raised in New Jersey. Um, and my fun fact is that um, for a lot of the pandemic, I worked as a barista at Starbucks. So I know how to make all of the Starbucks <laughs> beverages and I loved it. Great to have you back, Kelly, coming to us from the furthest north. We got some D.C. in the house. We got some Boston in the house. I love it. Well, I know all the alumni love to network with each other because that's half the fun today is they're all going to be going on LinkedIn and connecting and being like, oh, wow, we were on this panel together. Um, let's see. Riley, you're next. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Riley Edwards. Um, I graduated from NC State in 2020. This class spring semester was cut off. I was in person and a lot of uh, online meditation sessions that we had that last semester. Um, but I currently work as a partner recruiter for a company called TD Cinex. We are a tech distributor, actually the largest in the world. Um, so my job is to match companies that do business with um, the vendors that we work with and then just match new partners to do business and sell our vendors products. Um, when I graduated from NC State, I had a degree in sport management uh, with a minor in accounting. But similar to Kelly, just didn't want to sit behind a desk, love to um, talk to people and just interact, build relationships. So definitely um, wanted to find something, you know, more to the tune of that. My fun fact, hopefully I don't get kicked off. I went to NC State, graduated from NC State. I am the biggest North Carolina sports fan in the world. I love UNC sports. I used to use my student ticket to sit in the student section and wear North Carolina stuff at NC State games. So Riley, you know, I have the power to mute you. And um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I spent a lot of money at UNC too with my my daughter who who got her degree there. We have a big house divided. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So this is amazing. You're all rock stars. Um, I'm going to call on a few students to ask some questions to the big group, because as you know, we have our podcast. We've had over, oh my gosh, 21,000 listens now, which is super exciting. And some of you have had some special episodes, but we will absolutely be taking snippets of this for Wolfpack Career Chats. So let's see, Teresa, I'm going to have you ask the first question and you can direct it to your alum that you were matched with. Um, so my question was for Laura, and I was going to ask, um, how was your transition from undergrad into your full-time job and um, any tips that you had from transitioning into the workforce? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, a lot, <laughs> but I'll, I'll keep it simple. Um, first is probably time management is huge. Um, when I was an undergrad, I definitely took advantage of not having classes on Friday. I made my schedule. So I always had that day off and I was sleeping in and then going to 3 p.m. classes. And I was, I don't really know how I did that. I was going out at night and giving like five hours sleep, but that was my college brain working. Uh, but I would say that was probably one of the hardest points was coming into a professional world where I was waking up at the, you know, 6.45 and getting to work at 7.30 or 8 and staying till 5. And it was really hard for me, um, to be honest, in the first couple of months with that. I was not used to having that kind of schedule. Um, but I think what helped me is just creating a plan for myself, you know, trying to stay waking up early on the weekend so I wasn't sleeping in and getting out of whack. Um, so that's one of the biggest points. I know it seems silly, but I think that is a really big transition that a lot of people don't prepare for. Uh, and then work-life balance, I think, is huge as well. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't realize when you get in the corporate role or world, you have to take PTO. You know, you don't get those spring breaks. You don't have summer. You don't have opportunities where you can stay home with your family for two weeks. Um, you have to take PTO to do those kinds of things. And it's really hard to kind of get yourself in the mindset of that, of realizing, oh, now I have to, you know, budget my time and make sure that I am taking the PTO that's given, but taking it at appropriate time and making sure I'm giving that balance to myself and I'm not working 12 hours a day and I sign off right at 5 p.m., especially working from home. That's really hard to do. Um, so I'd say those are the two biggest pieces of advice is just make sure that you're really cognizant of your time management, that you make a plan for yourself and that you don't forego your work-life balance and you make sure you're you're taking the time you need for yourself in an appropriate manner. Great tips, Laura. Next up is Glory. And I believe you have a question and you can um, direct that to your alum. Okay. Um, mine was directed to Catherine. Um, kind of piggybacking now the topic of work-life balance. How do you keep a healthy work-life balance? And um, how was the transition from college to work? And was it easy or difficult? So thanks, Lori, for the question. I might have the interest, the most interesting or weirdest response to the work-life balance question um, because I work in a family business. And so I don't have PTO like everybody else does. I have expectations that come from being a member of the family um, that basically is at some point you've got to do what gets done but you also get the flexibility on the other side when things are slower that I have the advantage to take that time. Um, so being in a management role in the family um, is both interesting and difficult for me with work-life balance because I work alongside my granddad and my dad every day. My granddad will be 89 next week um, and has worked every day for the last uh, going on 70 years. Um, he beats me to work every day. I, I don't take pride in that, but he does. He gets there at 7 a.m. every day. We don't start till 8.30 and he's there. Um, and then my dad has been there 41 years. So to me, it's a balance of not only work-life balance in my own personal life, but as well as in my family life. So my husband does not currently work in the business, um, despite the fact that our family wants him to join the business, because for me, that's my line. Uh, my line is that when I go home, I have to have something that isn't eat, sleep, breathe, 
um, do everything with the family business. And so right now I commute two hours and 20 minutes round trip for work every day. Um, and I am a big fan of audiobooks. and everyone that works for me, um, and alongside me knows I do not take calls going or coming from work unless I call you because it's an emergency. That is my time and you don't touch it. Um, anytime other than that, um, you can certainly get to me. Um, but that's the way that I have done that. And my the other half of my fun fact was I've flown 70,000 miles since March. Um, we do a lot of traveling for work and my husband um, gets to go with me. Um, he has great benefits with his job and my family to allow me that opportunity for work-life balance and to build my own family outside of our family business. Um, allows him to travel with me and provides him the opportunity to do that for any of my trips that are longer than three days. So he goes internationally with me. He goes to Florida. He goes all these different places. And so for me, that has been the hardest part is I have a family outside of my family and the business I'm in. Um, And as for transitioning, I am an adrenaline type person. I have to have something to do. I don't function um, very well with not having something to do. And so joining the PR world before the family business, I was on call multiple days each month, um, at least one each week, sometimes two or three. And that meant that my phone was on 24 hours a day if the media called at 3.30 in the morning to get something for a 4.30 a.m. news slot. That meant you took it. You're responsible for tracking everybody down. Um, And so For me, that transition was very difficult because many of my friends were still in college and I had transitioned to the real world. Um, And so they were getting to go out on Thursday night and I was on call, hoping it wasn't a call about something they had done that I was having to handle (laughs) um, with the media at 4.30 in the morning. So the transition for me was basically the second I walked out of college, I had to leave that lifestyle behind um, because the job required it for me. Now that I'm back in the family business, we certainly take advantage of being able to interact with students on campus through recruiting fairs. My sister was in college shortly after, and then um, certainly attending athletic events, Thursday night games, working in the family business kind of means you can take off at lunchtime if nothing's going on and come out and tailgate. So it's been, it's a balance. It's a balance every day, um, certainly for me. And being in a family business has made it some more difficult, but some ways easier um, to manage that. But really drawing those lines and holding firm to them is something um, you shouldn't work anywhere that makes you um, choose to, to dance along or cross those lines of what you've set for yourself. Thank you, Catherine. I, I think setting those boundaries are so important, and I'm glad our students had that question. Um, moving on now to Shana, what is your question and who would you like to direct it to? Hello, my question is for Kelly. Um, I want to know how your experience was working for Disney. Um, if you could talk a little bit more about what you did for your job title and if any of the skills that you learned transferred into your current job. Hi. Um, yeah, definitely. I can talk a little bit about that. Um, I think first, um, first thing that comes to mind is um, it's very similar to working for any large corporation that has a lot of different segments and departments. Um, but I think the draw for me was that it's a product that I was very passionate about. I had been a fan of the company and the theme parks for a long time before even thinking of working there. 
Um, and I think that going for a job where you are really passionate about the product or you really believe in it, I think that is um, a really important thing to do in one way or another. Um, it was a very competitive environment in that um, uh, being able to stay on and move up, uh, it's very competitive. There are a lot of people that really want to stay and move up because I joined as um, an intern. So after I graduated from NC State back in 2018, um, they have a professional internship program. So the role that I accepted was a um, communications internship within their public affairs department. And essentially public affairs is the department that's responsible for um, kind of like brand reputation. So, um, you know, I kind of like in the senior level of my department, um, my directors and people were responsible for responding to any sort of media questions and things like that. Um, down to my level was more internal communications. So I was creating flyers and digital signage um, and contributing to their uh, internal communications vehicles so that the people actually working out in the parks and resorts had the information they needed. So um, a big project that I worked on was the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which um, was a bunch of different attractions and uh, a huge section of the park that opened up. So putting together language um, and guides for the actual employees in the parks to be able to know what to share with guests and things like that so that they have all, all the information they need um, to kind of like put on a good show for the guests. Um, and I worked in, I also, so when I started as an intern, I was within the resorts. So I was doing that for the hotels. Um, and then I moved on. I got a promotion after being an intern for a year. I was a communications associate. That's when I was supporting uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios with the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, but the kind of going back to it being a competitive environment, I think that's something I learned there uh, was the importance of advocating for yourself and speaking up. It's often not enough just to quietly be doing a good job behind the scenes, um, especially I'm a very introverted person. So um, I definitely uh, am someone who struggled with that. But um, yeah, like I mentioned, always thinking of what your next steps are, um, not being afraid to speak up and advocate for yourself. Um, and then in response to your question about um, the skills in that job and how they transfer to what I'm doing now, um, the role that I do now at the School of Public Health um, at Boston University, as a reminder, um, is pretty similar to actually what I was doing there. Um, I focus a little bit more on the digital side. So I'm doing a lot of work um, with our website uh, and some more social media work. Um, but it's kind of the same, same role in terms of working with clients um, and responding to requests. So um, I think a lot of communications and marketing work uh, is a little bit of like the people, people pleasers role of like um, being able to uh, be flexible and respond to requests and things like that. So I would say that's the biggest way that uh, my two roles connect. Yeah. Thanks so much. That was great. Okay. Christy, you get to close out the panel. What else would you like everyone to know about this whole adulting thing? Yeah, totally. Um, so I would just say, remember that um, when you're looking for a job or a career, the interview process is a two-way process. Um, so you're not just asking for a job. You want to make sure that the role is a good fit for you. Um, so you're not asking for a job. Know your value and what you want to do um, and make sure that really comes through in the role that you pick. That's a really great way to wrap it up, Christy. Thank you. Um, so let's just do a big unmute and thank our panelists today. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.